What's going on, film family? Before we get started, I want to talk to you about something, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Hold on, let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more places. And you can also make money from your podcast. I know that's the part that's the part that everyone's going to like. You can make money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get to the show. You are now listening to the Film Frequency Podcast, hosted by your professionally unprofessional film critics, The Film Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Film Frequency Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and that was an inside joke. You guys will ne- it'll never make the lie today. Never make the lie today. But I am here with my brother, the prodigal one, JB. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Hayes? What's going on, film family? Man, it's a beautiful night. It's, Ready it to is. talk some movie. It is. It is. Beautiful night for strippers, too, by the way. Word. No, I'm just fucking talking shit. But, uh, <laughs> but disclaimer. Yeah, man, what's going on, bro? I uh, we, we are here to review a Netflix film. And, you know, it's, it's so rare now that we get actually actual new releases. And this one is a movie called Extraction. Uh, You're hoping if you spin the chamber enough times, you're going to catch a bullet. It's just easy that way. This is an extraction. So who are the players? Biggest drug lord in India versus biggest drug lord in Bangladesh. <laughs> Some mythic shit, huh? It's a kidnapping. Drug lord's son. Clock's running at 16 hours. Proof of life as of six hours ago. Starring Chris Hemsworth from Avengers and Thor fame, uh, uh, produced by the Russos, which did the last two Avengers movies. And it's directed by one of the stunt choreographer, uh, one of the uh, people who came up with the stunts in those Avengers movies. So this is really kind of parts of the Avengers team coming and doing an action movie for Netflix. The Russos, I believe, have a three picture deal with Netflix. So it's going to be interesting to see what else we get from it. But what you th- this film, uh, bro, like. Uh, what did you? What do you think about it? What do you have to say about it? Just generally, were you kind of excited for it when you first saw the trailer? Because just the Russos and Hemsworth being attached, I was excited for it. So I actually, well, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, you know what? This looks good. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that the Russos were behind this until literally today when I saw this film. But um, I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, we already know his work from Thor and and all the Avenger movies, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, we're gonna go in depth, but I, w- I will say I was happily um, surprised. It definitely wasn't one. I mean, it's Netflix, and, and not to say Netflix puts out shit, but mm-hmm. I saw that it was going to be an action movie, and I'm like, eh, I don't know what it's going to be like, and I, I was thoroughly surprised. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, I, was, it, I was surprised. Even if this would have came out to theaters, 
I wouldn't have been disappointed then. Like it, but it being a Netflix movie, it's even more so. Like, all right, like I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. Um, there was, a, there's a scene in it that I'm sure we'll talk about. It's like a 12 minute one, one take. Uh, it's supposed to be. It's made to look one take. Quote I've unquote. read some stuff that it's not actually one take, but right. Just, just from it being an action movie, it was really good. And you know, you have Chris Hemsworth attached to it, but I almost would have rathered. It, them kind of made a new action star out of this, like being on Netflix too. But that's a, a story for a different day. Hemsworth is a great actor. I love Hemsworth. He's honestly one of my Listen, favorite actors in the MCU. Go ahead. Be glad you got Chris Hemsworth uh-huh. because they were looking at they were looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger and I believe Bruce Willis for that role. You know what? I honestly. They would have Don't had to change say, the fight. Bro. bro, I wouldn't have hated it if it's Arnold. Like, I honestly wouldn't have hated it if, if it He's was like Arnold. He's like 70. Bro, but see, that's the thing. If they would have gone the route of it being like a retired mercenary, but he was so good that they hired him because he was good at one point, and he's like going through these fight scenes, and we see that it's just wearing him the fuck down, I wouldn't have been mad at it. That movie already came out in the 80s called Commando. That is true. That is true. That is very, very true. <laughs> you know what's funny? As I'm, as I'm saying that, it didn't even, like... Registered to me that I'm basically giving you the <laughs> that's funny um, synopsis for Commando. Yeah, the synopsis for Commando. But so the the basic plot of this film, um, and I know we don't like doing huge recaps, but because it's a Netflix movie, and we made this, people who may not have been interested in it may may come see it. So um, the obviously spoiler alert. Obviously spoiler alert. So the son um, of a is he is he supposed to be like a what what is the father supposed to be? I didn't really so. He, the, yeah, the father is uh, Ovi. Um, I believe he, their last name is Majan Senior, and he's actually one of the biggest uh, drug, drug slash crime lords in India. Yeah, and so his son's kidnapped, and they hire this mercenary, mercenary played by Chris Hemsworth, and shit just goes goes from there. Um, it. I don't want to categorize it as a dumb action movie. I will say that it's not a lot of like acting for Chris Hemsworth to doing it. Um, but overall, I, I just think that, you know, that plot, it's, it's very interesting because it's like you're kind of rooting uh, for not for the drug lord in a sense, but you can sympathize with him, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for. The fact that his son's taken. What do you think about that part of the, the plot? Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't really sympathize with the with the, the drug lord himself because they didn't really show a connection and you kind of saw it in the movie at one part where i felt more empathy with the son where the son was like so the only reason like this is going on is because it you know it's just me so i'm more of a thing than a person you know i got more sympathy for the son empathy for the son now if you're looking for a movie with great dialogue this is not it if you're looking for a movie with great story this is is not it it. great plot this is not it however if you're looking for a movie where you can sit down for two hours, turn off your brain, and see some amazing action sequences, this is your movie. Absolutely. It's great for that. Like just and it's perfect to be on Netflix. To be a movie that you basically come in and you uh you just watch it and you just enjoy it. Like it's it's not one of those award winning movies or anything like that. Even though that fight scene uh, that we'll get into may be up for an award. Like it may they may get best uh, choreography based off that alone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I could see it, man. I mean, it's everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Uh, even you know, before it, it came out, you know, like reviews, people who got early uh, views on it is talking about that quote unquote one take sequence. Regardless if it was one take or not, does it, I don't even think it matters to me. No, the sequence was so good, and I that sequence was so good. But let's not forget there were some other really good action scenes in this movie oh, as well. Yeah. I know. 
Yeah. Everyone's talking about that, but like the fact that some people are comparing this. Not saying that it's better, but they're comparing it to a movie like John Wick, mm-hmm. which is, you know, one of the greatest action. Um, I don't want to say trilogies because it's more than three movies, but um, franchises. It's crazy considering it's one off movie. You have a director who's in his director debut. Um, it says a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's it's just like with John Wick, and we'll we'll talk. I actually want to talk about that after we talk about the movie itself. Is the idea of now these uh, stunt choreographers coming in and directing? these action movies because it worked with John Wick. There was another one. I think salt was salt. The one with Angelina Jolie. I, yes, I, I don't yeah, have, it was. Yeah, yeah. Directed by these, these stunt coordinators and the action scenes in all these movies that we're talking about are top notch and some of the best period. And you know, who would think that a Netflix original movie, you would be able to sit there and say, it's probably, well, early in the year, but I, I would, I would say that I feel comfortable in saying that this is going to be one of the best fight scenes, all of 2020. I 100% agree with that, and and the also the cinematography, at least for me, was really good in this movie. I mean, props to this director, and we didn't get. I mean, I think we got some CGI, but yeah. it wasn't like overtaken. And the budget on this film was only 65 million, so for 65 million, you got a pretty fun movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, it it, it for that budget on Netflix, like they it, they they make beautiful movies with small budgets all the time, which makes you think like what these and they have a they have a black blockbuster a- actor in it too. So it's like, what do these other studios do to where they can't can't keep these budgets lower? I don't know, man. But like even the first scene in which we're introduced, well, we get we get a, a flash forward at the beginning, but the actual first scene in in the timeline that we're introduced, and he like jumps off that cliff into the water. Beautiful scene. And but it made me feel like it was a super like you can't tell me we wouldn't see Captain America do some shit like that like it's like uh you you went a little overboard with that but I understand why. So I wanted to ask you this if we could just rewind a little bit because I always go like battle with myself back and forth when stuff like this is done. How do you feel about that opening scene where they? It's a it's a basically a, a flashback of a flash forward if you want to call it that where you kind of have some insight as to where this is going. How do you feel about that? Are you okay with that? Was it okay in this film? Yeah, I mean, it was completely out of context. So, you know, a lot of films do that. Some, like, will give you, like, they'll start off with a quick scene or whatever and, out, like, completely out of context, and then we'll realize later in the movie that, oh, this 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 is something that we saw already. Um, So I don't feel like it was necessarily a spoiler. It gave too much away. Um, If, we, if it would have been, like, something to where like we saw him bleeding out somewhere and it's like, Oh, he's dying. Like that, that would have been different. But the little scene that we got, I think more so just let you know that you were going to be in for a hell of a movie. I think that that's what that did from the outset. I mean, I was okay with it, but I, I, I wish we didn't see him getting shot. Cause after we saw him getting shot, even though it wasn't really a bad shot, but just based on what everything looks like in my head, I was already like, yeah, he's not going to live. Um, I, Although he didn't die from what we saw in the beginning, it just, Got me already into the mindset. Yeah, at some point he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but I and it, but did he? Because I don't think because if you if you at the end of the movie, that's something we got to talk. Yeah, about. we got to yeah. talk about because you know I don't think that he did. But let let's let's not get into that. Um, so right. like this, there's some scenes in this movie that uh, that it's it's kind of corny, but I get it. They wanted to set you up to where you hate the villain. So let's talk about the villains. We've talked about Chris Hemsworth, who uh, his character's name is just like something rake. I don't remember the first Ty- name. Tyler Rake. Tyler Rake. Um, but the bad guy. So like one of the first scenes that really stood out to me uh, with, the, with the villains in this movie, they threw a fucking kid off a roof. And it's like, really? Like, I get being ruthless. I get wanting to set the tone that these motherfuckers are crazy. But it, to me, it was just like... I, 
Violence against kids in movies to me, I really don't like. But if you do use it, it has to be to a great effect. And I feel like they could have did what they were trying to do with that, with having him like throw one of his henchmen that failed him off. Not a kid, but, you know, maybe that's just me being sensitive as a parent. But hold up. You talking about one Chris Hemsworth threw him? No, not Chris Hemsworth. The uh the bad guys. No, well Chris Hemsworth. I, I remember there was a part in the movie that Chris Hemsworth was like, "Yo, do you trust me?" And he's like, "No." No, and that, then he it, threw him. Yeah, but that was it was early in the movie. I'm talking about within the first 20 minutes of the movie, the bad oh, guys. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. When they had the group of kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a little. That was a little. Uh, a little harsh. But I think I think I actually like that because it kind of set the tone of what type of dude this is. You know, he has zero. I mean, any guy that can have one of his guys throw a kid off a roof and then, you know, have another guy or at least threaten him to cut off two of his fingers. And again, these are kids. I mean, between the ages of 10 and 15, you just see off rip how ruthless this guy is. Yeah. I mean, but I think that they just could have did it better without like going to the violence to kids. And I just think it made it cheesy, in my opinion. It, did, it wasn't effective now, to me. It was not effective to me at all. For me, it was effective because you had a chance to see like, hey, like, you don't really see stuff like you don't see kids deaths too much so for me it had immediate impact i'm like holy shit he just threw the kid off the roof like that's crazy it's just like oh so you got you got you got you guys want your bad guys to seem ruthlessly threw a kid off the roof like i would rather just like stab somebody in the fucking face like do some shit like that (laughs) cut off some fingers like that's (laughs) he's like that came later cut up cut off two of your fingers like that shit was hilarious (laughs) bro uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. But what do you th- what do you think overall about the villains in this movie? The kind of kick kick the plot in in the gear. Yeah, I mean the 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 the, uh, the villains are all right. You did the kid Ovi, his yeah. dad. You don't really get to. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he was like literally in two scenes in the entire movie, unless if I'm mistaken. Um, like the that. kids, yeah, the yeah. kids dad. The other the 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 drug lord um, from Bangladesh. Mm. He was in more of the movie. You know, obviously he was in more of the movie, and yeah, he came across as you know as a good villain. Um, another thing I, I was going to say, um, now it, it literally slipped my, um, head. I apologize. I'm Holy sure it's going to come back to me. I know. I know. Right. That's, that, that's the early signs right there. 37. But no, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of good and a lot of bats in this movie. I remember what I was going to say now when, uh, the guy named Saju, I believe his name was Saju. The one who, uh, was working for Ovi's dad that was trying to rescue him. That scene that he had with Chris Hemsworth, some of that shit was unrealistic. This motherfucker got hit by a truck. He got he got stabbed. He got all this stuff, and he just kept on coming. He reminded me of, like, the villain from Terminator 2 that just kept on coming and coming and coming. And, I mean, he got hit by a truck. And I'm like, oh, he's dead. And then, like, two minutes later, he's, like, walking down the alleyway. It's an action movie, bro. Like, they're all they're no. all superheroes at this point in, the, in in action movies. Like, anything just happens. That's that Russo writing right there. <laughs> they were like, wait, is this Avengers? Was that? Oh, no, this is the other movie we're doing. My bad. Take that scene out. I'll leave it in. Fuck it. You've already you've already filmed it. I'm curious to know what the hell Hemsworth's pay was in this because he he's the lead role. Plus, he's a producer on this. Uh-huh. So, you know, you got a nice check. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would imagine that of that sixty five million dollars, because you got to think they probably filmed this in probably like a week or two. Like and, and I'm I'm, just, I'm not even trying to exaggerate. No. They, they they probably filmed it in a week or two. They probably I don't think so, because I think like the whole if I'm not mistaken, the director said like that whole action sequence, yeah. like to just plan it out alone was like 10 or 12 days, bro. But they could have planned that out right before they started filming. They don't plan it out while they're, fi- while they're filming. 
pre-production was probably a long time. I'm just saying, like, when you think about, like, how many different sets were in this movie, there weren't really many of them. And, no. and a lot a lot of the rooms all look very similar, so they could have just been redressed. Um, a lot of tight shots, too, yeah, so yeah, you don't yeah. have to, like, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, I, 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 I of that $65 million budget, because that does include actors' pay, I would be probably safe to say— Probably 20%. Uh, yeah, I mean, Chris. Hem- I don't. I don't think Chris Hemsworth has got to that point where he's making that much money. I honestly, probably about ten, ten million of that went to Chris Hemsworth In, for his his um, role and and also producing. Yeah, I would think so. Matter of fact, yeah, I, so I would. I would say that they gave him the producer's credit so they can say why they gave him more money. That's what I think. Yeah, still ten million. That's healthy as shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not. I don't want to shit on it at all. It's definitely. An, an amazing feat and hats off to him uh that he'd even do this because there's a lot of people who he's still fairly young uh he's still in the marvel movies he's the only one from like the original avengers who still has a movie that's coming out in the new phase um no telling what else he's worked on he's uh he for the, him to do a netflix original at this point is like i don't want that does shouldn't go unnoticed but he was also in was the, it Huh? Was it a risk? Because it I mean, this guy, you, when you look uh-huh. at him, you gotta remember this is Thor. He's in the Avengers movies, he's in the MCU, yeah. high caliber actor. And this could have went horribly wrong. Was this a risk? I mean, I the movie ended up coming out good, but was it a risk? I don't think it was a risk because he still has that like everything that he's done outside of the Marvel movies has not really been successful. Like when you look at um he was in bad times at the El Royale, where I like that movie, but it didn't do really good. Um, he was in Men in Black International, didn't really do that good. People like the critics didn't like that movie at all. He was in the Jay and no, Silent Bob uh, new movie. I haven't seen that yet myself. And he was in the go- new Ghostbusters movie. None of those have been critically acclaimed at all. But I think as long as he's still in Marvel movies, he has that to kind of be a safety net. So why not experiment at this point? I don't think it was a risk in that sense. But I do think that. um it's just it's just not something a lot of people like some people would be a hundred percent fine being in Avengers movie and maybe doing some art house movies, but not like a Netflix exclusive of this level. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Definitely. And even if it was a risk, a calculated risk, it, the reward is there. The movie ended up coming out good. Now, we talked about Chris Hemsworth for a while. How about the kid? I, I'm not even going to even begin to pronounce whatever his real name is. I don't want to butcher it, but let's just call him Ovi. How did you did he play the character fine as a kid that you're supposed to have emotions towards and feel sorry for? And because for me, I felt of all the people in this in this film, he's the one that garnered the most emotion from me, where I did feel sorry for him. And, you know, when he was crying, I felt bad for him. And when he was scared, I felt bad for him. How was your take on him? I mean, he for you know, we've talked about kid actors before. Right. And how either they're really good or they just they don't add into anything to the movie and they kind of take away from it. I did. I would say that he didn't stand out to me, but that I mean that in a positive way. Like he didn't. There was not a scene where I was like, "Oh, here we go with this fucking kid at all again." But he didn't. He wasn't like a Jake Tremblay where he kind of you right. you kind of look forward to the scenes with him or they stick with you. It was just he 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 didn't stick out like a sore thumb. So overall, I think in a movie that that like you said, the writing wasn't great, the plot wasn't great. Right. It would have been easy for a bad kid actor to stand out in a bad way, and he didn't do that. So I think that's an overall positive for him. Right. Plus, he's next to Chris Hemsworth, so it, it's, Chris Hemsworth is just such a big actor. It's so hard to like stand out in a positive way with someone like that. And then also, in order for him to do that, they would have had to be in script and dialogue to allow his character to do so, which his character, you know, didn't have that. But like you said, if you can't pick out something bad. At least that's a positive. 
How about yeah. some of the secondary characters, like the rest of the mercenary team, Nick? And um, do you remember the character? There was a character. Okay, the mercenary uh, team. There was Nick, which is the girl. Then there was like Yaz, I think it was. There was one of the guys. I think Yaz was the pilot of the helicopter. But remember there was another guy that kept on calling G, mm. and he had a mustache? Yeah. Do you know who that is? Uh, uh No, who was it? He's actually the director, and that's oh, Sam really? Hargrave. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I didn't realize that until I was looking at the the credits. Oh, good. That's that's what's up. Um, I know uh, uh, one of my faves, uh, David Harbor, who also was in the Marvel universe. He's going to be in the Black Widow movie when it comes out. Uh, he was in this in a very. What do you think he had? Like what ten minutes of screen time? Yeah. To be honest, you see though, um, it was so. I mean, for me, it was so predictable. The moment that Chris Hemsworth was talking to Nick and was like. Call I forgot what what um uh his name began with a G I forgot what his name was in the movie when when um when he was like oh call him that I saved his life he'll do anything for me mm. from the moment he said that yeah. I, me and my wife was watching this I'm like that guy's gonna end up fucking him Overwatch oh yeah I mean, absolutely yeah, yeah and well as people who watch action movies especially like like the 80s action movies like we talked about before like you always know the guy who's gonna turn on him and that's that's what yeah, that was. Exactly. it's always like the, the best friend yeah. or the guy he's supposed to trust the most yeah. and in, in a way he didn't kind of he it wasn't necessarily a full turn mm. he wanted to work with chris Hemsworth. like hey it's you know that kid has 10 million dollars on his head i'll kill him i'll i'll do the dirty work i'll yeah. kill him i'll put in the work you just get out of town we split the money but obviously, Chris Hemsworth at that point had built a, a relationship with the kid and liked the kid, so that wasn't happening. Do and you, the kid ended up killing him. Exa- isn't that crazy? Yeah, he became a badass, just like chip off the old off the old shoulder <laughs> like his dad. But, but yeah, and that's the thing that I wish that if this movie was written a little bit better, that buddy cop aspect of like like what what's the name of that movie? The Professional. Like that's one of the right. the best movies with having a kid and a, and an Leon? assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. So you know you could have had that type of vibe with it if it was better written. But I think the Russos knew what they were doing. I really think that to keep the budget down and everything, you 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 just wanted this movie was I think just like the the even the original John Wick. I will say this: like it wasn't as badly written as this. But if you look at it, it's a bare bones plot. There wasn't a. It's not a like the even the universe didn't get fleshed out more into the second and third movies. Now like they have this whole John Wick universe. So I think that when you're when you have a director who's pro, who may be limited, it's his first time directing. This is a safe zone to do something where it's just put him put him in his in his best aspect and let's see what he can do. Yeah, definitely played to his strengths, yeah. of course. And uh, like we mentioned before, the story's not that strong and all that. But, you know, you don't need that. Uh, the, again, the action that we got from this movie is just great. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is a movie that I can, you know, for me, the rewatch uh, aspect is there for me. I can sit and watch this a couple more times and I won't go sick of it because when the action's there, I mean, and it wasn't just action like fighting. I mean, it was suspenseful. It was intense. Um, it was, it was really good. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I, I'll even go one step further. I would venture to say for 2020, this is the best Netflix movie I've seen personally. That's produced by, you know, but through Netflix studios, mm. this is the best one. And I'll even say that it is a top 10 movie of 2020, just overall. And I'll even go and say it's the second best action movie after bad boys for life in 2020 for me, at least. I'm trying like I, I, with everything going on, I always forget like what actually we've seen in 2020 and what we've reviewed. Um, Trust me. It's a lot of shit. That's yeah, I know. I, I know. Well, I know January was just full of shit. Um, 
but yeah, I don't think we've, we we got very many action movies. So you know what? That would that would I would I would agree with that. Yeah, other than Bad Boys, it probably is the best action movie so far. Would you put Bad Boys above it? Yeah, yeah, because Bad Boys is a better. It's the best written one of the whole series. So that I can't. Overall, yeah, I can't. Sure. I can't. I can't put this above Bad Boys at all. Even though like the scenes with who the Will Smith's son in that movie were great action. It didn't have like a lot of great fight scenes in that movie but it's still an act i would right. still categorize it as an action comedy so it gotta go above this and it's a better overall yeah better um, overall. film as well yeah how about in terms of netflix for 2020 see i watch I mean, so much stuff and Kareem. yeah uh you talking about just overall movies not necessarily action no yes overall but netflix but yes oh, overall no platform goes above this to me but platform is not really a netflix produced movie true but it, it's it, for this country it's now it's it's presented by Netflix, so I still rank it above this. No, I'm talking about like Netflix Studio, 100% Netflix. I mean, this isn't even 100% Netflix Studio, bro. This is still backed by Paramount, I think, right? No, this is all Netflix. Let me see. I, I didn't see Paramount's name anywhere on this. Oh. I could be wrong, of course. Though. Why did I think this was Paramount? No, it's production companies AGBO. I have never heard of them. It's distributed. Yeah, by I've Netflix. never heard of that either. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, maybe that's a, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's probably maybe Netflix production company. So I mean, yeah, I would have to say that. Then if they, if we're gonna restrict it by that much, right? And if yeah. we're not gonna restrict it that much, I do agree with you. Platform for me was a better film. Yeah, yeah. Platform is just a, a amazing film. That's probably i guess yeah, i always forget it overlaps so much to me but that's one of my favorite movies of this year so far so so for me i mean um if we're gonna get into that um just uh, there's literally i would probably say invisible man and gentleman maybe a little bit better than platform mm-hmm. i'd have to really think about it but definitely invisible man's probably my favorite film of 2020 so far yeah. but um anyway we're getting a little off topic i think the last thing though that we should talk about in regards unless you got anything else is let's talk about the ending sequence and and you know what we got at the last 10 15 minutes that last fighting sequence just yeah. everything from all the gunshots the knife the the, the rpgs when nick the, the the girl came out with the freaking rocket launcher and took down the helicopter i'm like man she's a badass and i enjoyed the whole ending scene of course at the end we got hemsworth gets shot a couple times and then the final bro, blow perhaps to the neck and he falls over in the water yeah. and then we think he dies what do you think about all that he yeah i mean it was it was it was shocking at the time it was like damn but then when you think back to what you saw at the beginning of the movie it was like ah okay uh but you know then when we get that last scene where you know we just see a white man and it's it's probably him it's like yeah so what do you what do you think but what what the, my thing is is like why would they show that like what, so what are we gearing for like a second one i mean that's way off i think but what was the purpose of that why not just show him clean or not show him at all um because i think that i think the whole point is you don't know if this like they they're in a perfect position with this movie to now that this is probably going to be one of netflix's better originals to either do a prequel or you can do a sequel so I think that it's great to leave it open-ended because if you don't get a chance to pick it up, it's just like an interesting thing to leave people with something to think about, which that's what we like to do with movies, like to be left with something to think about. Um, but now that it, if it is successful, it's like, all right, we can go into the sequel route or if we just want to leave it ominous, we can we can let that hang for a minute and we can do a prequel. I think it's really good, smart writing to do it that way. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And um, I do think that they could do a sequel off of this. It's just like, uh, what was that What was that movie with... Um gerard butler was it gerard butler um olympus olympus has fallen yeah. olympus has fallen yeah, yeah. and they did another one remember it was olympus has fallen what was the other one called 
Um, what Olympus is fault? Damn it! I, it's three of them. I can't remember all the names of. I oh, know there's the, three of them. I yeah, there's one I that just came, that just came out uh, late last year. It's, it's on Netflix now. It just debuted on Netflix like last week. Uh, it's like Angel has fallen, and that's with him and Morgan okay. Freeman. Yeah, so they've done a lot of them. Right. So I'm thinking it could go along the same thing because it's kind of the same thing. So like we're now. Chris Hemsworth has to extract somebody else in a different situation. So I, I, if this is going to, you know, I think it's going to be as popular as I think it is with the masses and, and just the general reception um, with reviewers and everything like that. I think they can definitely get some more movies out of this. Yeah. Especially I, with that team yeah. of that director, those uh, writers and Hemsworth. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I, even if Hemsworth isn't, I think at this point now, like it can be one of those things to where you can get like, somebody who's been in, a, in another action movie to pop in and it may be not necessarily be in the same universe, but you can get that same writing team, the same director. You can really build this up. Uh, and you know, I, it, but the, the fact that they do it with Hemsworth though, if they can continue to do that, hell do it with his brother Liam, if he can't come back. Yeah. Like I, I really do think, I think it's a great thing. Well, I think what they did, what they did and what they built was, was good. If they don't go with Hemsworth, I'd kind of like to see them do what you were talking about uh, when we first opened the show. Have like a, a, a someone that's not well known because someone that's not well known. This movie you don't need good acting chops to be honest with you. You just need a, a breathing living body. And with the way this movie was centered, if they would have had somebody like that, like a B star type of thing, this film could actually make somebody. And you don't have to do much. I mean, you have to obviously be a little bit agile to do the you know some of the the, the work in terms of the choreography and stuff like that, but you don't need great acting chops and this film can actually make somebody. You can make an actor out of this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And especially with it being a Netflix franchise. Like that's part of the reason why I said I was surprised that they went to Hemsworth of was because if he blo- if let's say he he ends up being in let's say the the a diehard reboot or something. I'm just throwing anything out there and it really right. blows up for him, then you can't really keep this going. They have a chance to do a low budget Netflix original series and you know netflix is probably just like yeah hell you can get crimsworth hemsworth in one of our right. originals let's do it but at the same time you, right. you got to think they they you know you who knows the russos may not be able to come back to netflix so there's a lot of things a lot of things going around where if you're going to do it you shoot for the moon for it first but now like if like i said i think i believe they're exclusive i know the russo signed an exclusive they are a first look deal it's not exclusive it's a first look deal because they can still make movies for whoever they want and i think it was with netflix that any of their scripts that they do netflix has the right to to say that to put it in production before anyone else or whatnot but um you know, you shoot for the stars on your first one. I understand that. But now I wouldn't mind. Now that they have the blueprint and they show they can be they can do something successful. The writers proven. The director is now proven to at least on this level, not like a blockbuster level. Like, yeah, let's let's do a, a new star. Let's do somebody who maybe needs to to brush themselves off and who kind of fell out of Hollywood's graces or whatever. There's a lot of different routes they can go with it and still keep that nostalgia. Like, let's say, I can't think of anyone who's kind of disgraced or fallen out of Hollywood's eye right now, but let's say there is one and they say, all right, we're going to do this exclusive movie with them on Netflix produced by the Russos. You can revamp somebody's whole career right there. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of somebody off the top of my head. Can't really think of anybody at the moment, but yeah, I mean, they could easily find somebody, but yeah. Yeah. Again, just to summarize, man, I, I just enjoyed the flick. Oh <laughs> uh, mm. yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a really good movie. Um, I think that overall, and you know, it's 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 like it's hard to like do long reviews on this one because it's just not much. Like the the plot is right. the plot of this movie. It's really about seeing the action scenes, and we're not it's choreographers. A lot of fighting, a lot of gunshots. Yeah, it's a, it. it's a lot a lot of fucking dust and gunshots in this film. Um, There's not a a lot of analysis to give. It's not one of those um thought provoking. 
uh, conversation-inducing movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But overall, like I said, this is definitely enjoyable, definitely great to watch at home, especially in times that we're in. Um, and yeah, I ratings. just... Uh, ratings, for me... Again, so all my out of 10 ratings are... Uh, in context to to the film itself, right? Because I, I people will hear me like I'm not giving this a ten, but if I gave like this a ten, and then like Bad Boys Nine, they'll be like, "How can you do that?" So my rating right, is right, right. in the context of this being a Netflix original film. This is easily an eight for me. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, I gave it just a touch. So if we're talking overall, um, I would say it's like a six and a half. But for all the action in this freaking movie, and not only action, but the great action, I have to give it a whole nother point. So for me, from the time I saw it, I was like, this is definitely a seven and a half. So we're kind of similar there. Yeah. And, you know, something before we leave, we really didn't. I guess we, it's too much like we're not going to break down the fight scene overall. But in, in, in just your recent mind, that 12 minute fight scene, that one shot, one shot. I did the air quotes for anyone who's not watching the video. Right. The one-shot fight scene, where do you rank that in recent action movie fight scenes or shows or whatever? Because I, I think I have one that I don't know if you watched or not. That's probably my favorite one-shot, but go ahead. I think the the for recent, I'm talking in the last 12 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. Unless I, I'm just thinking quick here. It's probably the second my second favorite scene I've seen outside of John Wick 4. Mm, yeah, I think that. Uh, and John Wick is on a whole nother level. So I like that's right. by far the best I think fight scenes in any movie movies ever. Um, so taking that out of consideration, I honestly think that, that other than the one take scene in the first season of Daredevil, which people have watched, I know you haven't, JB. But there's a no. there's a hallway scene in which he goes room to room fighting like this whole thing to to get this kid who's been kind of similar to the plot of this. Um, hmm. But it's that was that's my favorite fight scene in the last 10 years easily like easily um and this is this is this is right below it right below it so and that's again that that's taking john wick out of completely out of the equation because i think that's just that's just on a whole different level i think the john wick thing is um the John Wick movies are so yeah. This this definitely is one of my favorites of all time. Instantly, yeah, I, I agree with you. Do you think this film kind of sets the bar for any other Netflix action movies that come out? I would say John Wick set the bar in terms of all wide theatrical releases, just mm-hmm. period, big blockbusters. But do you think like anyone who comes Netflix with an action, they're like, yo, our shit has to be on par or better than this? I think I think it may, especially for the budget. If it like had a higher the normal budget so of, Net- of Netflix movies, like I think that with this with this budget, they've proven that now you can do that at low budgets. And yeah, if if Netflix can hold it, and they say, look, if you if you do an action movie, the the we need to be aiming for it to be extraction level fight scenes, then you've just opened yourself up to a whole great world of action movies. And what I love about the fight scenes, it was just straight gritty fight scenes. You didn't see like too much like crazy shit like jumping around and like backflips and yeah. it was just it, it was just gritty it, it felt like, yeah yeah it felt like being in a video game honestly yeah. like just the, a whole pov in a video game it was it was like real life actually not like all this crazy shit that you see sometimes it was legitimate fighting scenes yeah yeah for sure it, it made you felt it like every punch you felt like that that one of the first scenes in which he like puts the guy's head through the rake and I love it that yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. see him, oh. that you see him struggling because a lot of action movies would have been as soon as he got over him, he did it quick, face on the rake, and then he moved on. Like the fact that you that you saw that it was a struggle for him, it wasn't just easy, even though Hemsworth is bigger than all these guys. It made right. it, it made it feel real, and that level of realism 
in 2020 that's what we want from our action movies and even though john wick is like over the top like he's still mm -hmm. in the third one he's still covering like pains that he got in the in the in the first movie so like right. that like that we want that realism and i think that this one definitely gave that really good absolutely well bro that's it man we got nothing left exactly what, what, what tell the film family what we got coming up Ooh, what you do, thought of a great idea. What, oh, it was we, your idea. I forgot. I bro, I have I have so many. See, when you have as many great ideas as what I do, you, you, you kind of you forget. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have that one. I'm gonna let you have that so one. So we're so we got we actually have a we're gonna do a series of videos on on the YouTube, and it's gonna be short ones. It's gonna be the best, no, the worst movies by great directors is one, and then another thing that we're gonna do is the worst sequels or remakes ever. Yes, Which, so uh, there's looking, so many of them. So many of them. Uh, you know, we're just we're Child's just play. Yeah. Oh, that that goes without saying. I'm not fucking reviewing that movie again. Let's assume <laughs> that that's at the top. But um, uh, just you know, as we're waiting for theaters reopen, we're trying to get creative with our content. So that's something we're gonna be bringing to you guys. We, like again, if you guys have any ideas, any retros you want to see, anything like that, shoot them our way. We're definitely open and we would love to do them. But until then, we're just gonna come up, keep coming up with creative shit and bring you guys the amazing content we like to do. Absolutely. Also check out the um, Facebook page we do have a poll up there just to reiterate again we have um, obviously the theme is kind of outbreaks so we have uh, Train to Busan which is in the second place right now and um, leading the way I believe is Contagion and then also we have uh, the flu and quarantine with zero votes but uh, go ahead and do that that's that's probably going to be the next mini review that we do or there you have it bro uh, but that's it go ahead and give me your social media so we can get the hell up out of here I can be reached on Twitter at the P1JB. That's at T H E P one J B. And I can also reach on Facebook. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H A I Z E. You can also follow us collectively at the Film Bros Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, the Film Frequency Pod at gmail.com. And then lastly, the group that we talked about, just search the Film Frequency on Facebook. You'll find our Facebook group where we have a bunch of discussions about movies, TV, actors, shit talk. Everything's in there. It's a little bit of everything. Uh, but that's it, man. Uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, as always, for supporting us and everything that we do. And we out. Peace. Peace.